Hi, this is Shannon. I just wanted to give a little preface before this podcast to why I'm doing it on this platform instead of on my blog. If you've been following my my blog for a while, you know that I've written a few blog posts to our president. And he obviously doesn't read them because he's too busy hate-tweeting to read them. So I decided, hey, maybe he'll listen on a podcast. So today I'm going to be doing two letters to the president, one from a few months ago and one from like six weeks ago. So this is my Christian rebuke to our so-called Christian president and you can send all your hate tweets to my new Twitter account uh, at Holy Mama Blogger, and I look forward to reading them and freaking out about them and whatever. But the whole point is, I need the president to listen to me because I voted for him. So hear me out. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And without further ado, this is Shannon the Faith Blogger. Letter to the President, Part 1 Dear Mr. President, You don't know me, but I am a wife and stay-at-home mom of three girls under the age of six. I am a Christian faith blogger who lives in an upper-middle-class neighborhood in white suburbia. I voted for Obama twice, and in the election of 2016, I decided to break with the Democratic Party for the first time in my voting life and vote for you, Donald J. Trump. I am hoping by laying out a little bit of a foundation, you will take notice of this letter-turned-podcast and listen to what I am about to say. These are very heated and charged times in our nation, as you can tell by the kids banging in the background upstairs. Everyone seems to have picked a side and dug their respective heels into the ground. Instead of looking at one another as brothers and sisters in Christ, we look at each other as liberal or conservative, socialist or communist or fascist or Trumpian or whatever. Instead of keeping our focus on bipartisanship, we have become dangerously partisan. I honestly cannot identify with either party much anymore at this point, sir. But what I can identify with is the way in which you conduct yourself. Because I used to be a bully, and I know that the root of my bullying was buried in years and years of hurt. Mr. President, you are a husband and a father. A father who no doubt knows what it's like to watch your kids be mistreated. Whether or not I agree with your policies, I hate it when someone on Twitter or in general just attacks or bullies your family. Because that's just low. And I don't want to use this platform God has blessed me with to spew low hate or slander. But that being said, I have a bone to pick with you, Mr. President. Like I mentioned, I'm a stay-at-home mom to three girls under the age of six. I am in the ever-trying and always exhausting stage of teaching my girls manners. I am trying to teach them not to be bullies and to be kind to one another. And 
I am showing them in scripture where the words we speak can either bring life or bring death. And Mr. President, with all due respect, you are messing with me and my husband's plans for raising up good, kind, God-loving kiddos because you're not speaking very much life. As President of the United States of America, sir, your words matter. In fact, your words matter more than most words matter. People from all over the world look to you for guidance and direction. And when you choose to use your platform to be divisive and hateful, well, I think we all know what has been happening around the world. We're at a tipping point, sir, and getting into Twitter feuds and disrespecting the dead isn't what's going to set us upright. Okay? I beg you, Mr. President, stop. Stop adding fuel to this fire. Stop going out of your way to be cruel and vindictive. Please be a good ambassador of the Christian faith you practice and speak life and love over this country and this world. We need strong leaders now more than ever. But even more than strength, sir, we need kind and moral leaders. We need more Christ-like politicians in office. And it all starts with you, sir. Please set a different precedent for your administration. My children, your children, the children of your children, the children of this country, and the world will be better for it. I know deep down beneath all of the armor you have put up is a guy who just needs some love. So remember that guy when you get ready to tweet something. You can still be a strong leader and be kind. Thank you for taking the time to hear me out. There's a second part of this that might not be as nice, but I still am asking you and imploring you, please keep listening because I'm praying for you and we're all praying for you, Mr. President. So here comes part two. Dear Mr. President, this is Shannon, the faith blogger. Hello again. This is the white Christian married stay-at-home mom from the last podcast episode who voted for you. (laughs) And I have a bone to pick with you. And since you consider yourself a Christian, as do I, it is my moral responsibility to rebuke you when you sin and transgress. 1 Timothy 5.20 says this, As for those who persist in sin, rebuke them in the presence of all, so that the rest may stand in fear. Well, here you go, sir. Get ready for your rebuke. Because once again, as a mother, my heartstrings are pulled and my heart is breaking. A place that once welcomed the stranger, the person fleeing oppression, has now become a whitewashed country club gated community. This cannot be what we stand on as Christians. And as Americans who pride ourselves on being this beacon of Christian hope in a world filled with darkness, we really cannot allow this to be the the shining light of our generation. Because this isn't light, Mr. President. This is utter darkness. Sir, Jesus Christ was the least of these. He was not a white man. He was not rich. He was not armed to the teeth. He was a drifter, an immigrant, a stranger. He probably hopped a border from time to time. He was the least of these in every sense of the word, which is why he tells us that our reward in the kingdom of heaven is so great 
when we love the least of these. Because when we are extending love and kindness to someone less fortunate than us, we are sending Christ's love into the world. And when we open our hearts and our homes and our wallets to a struggling family who isn't the same color or nationality or speaks the same language as us, we are doing the Christ-like thing, Mr. President. What you are doing is the exact opposite. I am begging you, as a wife and a mother, stop what you're doing at the border. Stop the hateful rhetoric and tweeting. No, we don't need to send her back. You need to stop being a bully. You cannot call yourself a Christian anymore if you keep this up. Our generation is at risk of losing the church because of your generation's warped perception of religious privilege. Nowhere in the Bible does it say love your white neighbor as yourself and burn a cross on your black neighbor's lawn. You won't find come to me all you who are tired and burdened as long as you have papers and can prove your citizenship and I'll give you rest. Nope, you're not going to find that in the good book. And I really hope you aren't looking for this verse that talks about God so loving the world that he sent his one and only son to die on a cross for rich, white, Protestant sin who has power and influence. Uh Uh-uh. Yeah, you won't find any of those verses in the Bible, sir. But what you will find, however, is a story about a refugee who was sent by God to flip the script on corrupted kings and leaders such as yourself. You will also read nothing about Jesus going all Rambo on his enemies, because he doesn't. He's the one who knew no sin, remember? Peter took off a soldier's ear in the garden before they were going to arrest Jesus. Yeah, Jesus put that guy's ear back on before he got taken to be crucified. He wasn't a mercenary. He is the Messiah. I get it, Mr. President. You want to make America great again. But the truth of the matter is... America is only great for the white man or the white woman. Trust me, I'm writing this on a laptop in an air-conditioned three-story condo. I get what it means to gag on a silver spoon. But to the black man who can't even drive a car or walk outside without being questioned or assaulted or killed, this isn't a great country to be in. To the immigrant mother who has fled cartels and death squads in her own home, only to be caged and separated from her children in the country that prides itself on family values. This isn't a great country to be in. To the homeless veteran who sits on a sidewalk collecting spare change from all the people he fought to protect so that he may be able to eat one warm meal a day. This still isn't a great country to be in. To the trans teen who is just trying to make it through a day without getting beaten up or bullied or murdered, This isn't a great country to be in. But for the white guy who has a nice car and a nice home and a nice wife and a nice girlfriend on the side and a gun rack on top of his F-150, this is the greatest country on earth. But for the black single mom who has to fight like hell to put food on the table and gas in a car that may or may not work, not so much. I beg of you, Mr. President, Either change your position or change your religious affiliation. Because with all due respect, I cannot have any more hateful, zealous, whitewashed tombs trying to poison the living water of Jesus Christ. I was born for such a time as this, sir, and I wholeheartedly believe that part of my mission here on earth 
is to call out blasphemers like you when I see them. And you are disgracing the gospel of Jesus Christ simply by putting the least of these in cages. If you truly believe that Jesus is who he says he is, Mr. President, then you know damn well that Jesus is in the Oval Office, just like he's in a border detainment facility. Sincerely, Shannon Toller, basic white girl prayer warrior for the kingdom of heaven. the end of another episode of Shannon the Faith Blogger. Connect with Shannon and read her latest blog at holymamablogger.wordpress.com. While you're there, sign up for Faith Blogger devotionals and subscribe to this podcast on your favorite listening platform. Praying for you, friend. See you on the next episode.